blood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. I can thank God for empathy and I can thank God for everything that goes along with being human and everything that goes along with being a believer and that we need to pray for one another. We need to love one another. But hey, we're in a war, y'all. Now, since Jesus is on every page in his Bible and that he has made himself available to us because he lives in in us then that means that there is nothing for us that he won't do that's what that means that's exactly what that means and when I think about Jesus being on every page in his bible and I think about you know just in my own life you know the people I grew up in the house with all of them gone and I'm not tripping on that. Because I'm still here. And whoever left out of your life, you shouldn't be tripping on that. You're still here. But what I'm trying to get to is this. The power of the Holy Spirit is what enables us to move on. Other than that, we couldn't make it. If it was not for the Spirit of the living God living inside of us, strengthening us, we couldn't make it. And when you as a believer come to understand that Jesus Christ, not only is he on every page in this Bible, but the revelation of Jesus Christ, I think somebody missed it. Because they put it in the back of the book. N not a problem. I ain't got no problem with John on the Isle of Patmos. But what God wants us to understand is that Jesus is on every page in the book. And so the revelation of Jesus Christ to us from God is on every page. So you don't have to wait till you get to the back of the Bible. When you realize that I got God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost living inside of me, and I just need to find out where the enemy is lurking today so I can cut his head off, that's all that matters. And when you understand you're in a supernatural fight and, and if you've been filled with the Holy Spirit and you speak with other tongues, 
Let's take that up right quick. Let's say you don't speak with tongues. Let's say you have not been filled. All right. Okay. So what? Jesus is liquid with the Holy Spirit. And you got a wall on your hand. And when you would do good, evil is always present. Anybody see here? Am I just talking? I'm just, I'm just. If you never get filled with the Holy Ghost, but you still accepted Jesus, U-S-A-V-E-D. Go ahead, ask your neighbor. They'll tell you what that means. But here's the point. God didn't raise you up for you to be defeated. Oh man, I remember accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I was there. I was there. I had no idea of all the confusion that would attach itself to my life even before I got filled with the Holy Spirit. He's crazy, they say. There's something wrong with him, they say. It was, but I just couldn't explain it. And I'm looking at least at three of y'all, there's something bad wrong with you. Yeah, something, something happened, but it's a good thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing that has happened to you. Not a bad thing that's happened to you. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Can I get a witness in here? Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. So I'm not walking around with my head hanging down wondering who's loving me. I'm walking around with my eyes lifted up beyond the hills for where my help comes from because all of my help is coming from the Lord. 247365. Lift up your head, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? He's the Lord strong and mighty. He's the Lord mighty in battle. Jesus has never lost a fight. And he never will. Hallelujah. He never will. He never will. And he has revealed himself to us by his Holy Spirit. And he has revealed himself to us by his infallible word. And he has revealed himself to us because he's done so many wonderful things. Oh, come on now. You ought to give God some glory right there. He has, he has revealed himself to us because God has done for us so many marvelous things. Eyes haven't seen. Ears haven't heard. Of all the blessings. Of all the blessings. About to fall on me. Victory is here. <laughs> 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 
kick the feet out the door. God's done a new thing, yeah. Get ready for overflow. I'm getting ready. <laughs> Baby, God getting ready to do a new thing. You keep your happy self happy. That's, your job is to keep your happy self happy. That's what, that, that's what your nappy neck job is, to keep your nappy neck happy. You got life and meatloaf and you ain't happy. There's something wrong with you. You got life and meatloaf. You know, you know since, since this trial has come into my life, um, can't explain it. I tell you what I know about it. Somewhere and somehow, the Lord has drawn me nearer to Him. Um, the destruction of this so-called pride thing—you know, you're the pastor of a church, you own a walk, or you. You got all this going. I sure have. Yeah. It's drawn a lot of my attention. You can't be victorious and proud. I don't know who that was for, but I'll tell you one thing, you better use it. You can't be victorious and proud. So the unction from the Holy Spirit. You're gonna get out there and preach. Or you're gonna be ashamed. Come up in a walker. So the Lord put me in a bind. So then do I think that preaching is more important than a walker? I could have been hiding out around the door having somebody around there preaching and said, Say it, Sam. Can't be proud and victorious. <laughs> God will stop you right in your tracks. He giveth more grace to the humble. He does. I don't want a member in this church now or in the future to be on no walker trying to walk in pride your back won't let you do that 
So when you realize my back ain't gonna let me be all proud, how can you be proud and you shuffling a walker? God will bring you clean out into the open to do his bidding. And I'm telling you, it, it takes a deep Pepsi swallow so that you can go ahead and swallow your pride. For the moments I have left, I'm striving to reach into that place where we are with God this morning. And I'm striving to reach there simply because that's what the Holy Spirit's unction is. When you think about tongues and you think about the revelation of Jesus Christ to you as an individual and you think about your kids going to school and you think about your financial shape and you think about your health that you're being challenged. You think you put all of that you put all that out there. And we want to start talking about being ashamed. Shame of what? I ain't in no casket. Shame. Man, when that doctor cut the top off my toe, I was shamed. You got to live life. And the power of the Holy Spirit will enable you to live your life. The power of the Holy Spirit will enable you to show up prideless. The power of the Holy Spirit will enable you to show up. Listen, listen, just by the mere fact that God woke you up this morning and you're his child, don't you think that ought to be celebrated? Don't you think that's something that you can take and celebrate right there? Man, I don't care about no pain in my neck, pain in my back. I don't like it, but I'm, I'm, I'm still here. And not only that, I've been given eternal life on my way to eternity. What about you? All right, I know you want to hear about the Holy Spirit too. I got you. Okay. Let's just do a plethora of scripture. All right? Okay. Now, say these words to the Lord. Lord, you are my enabler. If you don't know what that means, say it like this. Lord, you help me. Lord, you help me. Is he helping anybody in here? Yes. Yeah. 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 And all night long. <laughs> it ain't just all day, sis. Thing can go all night. Acts 2 4. Why tongues? Why not tongues? Tongues is just like a good old pair of shoes. 
I know some of y'all feet be hurting in them red bottoms and they're all up in here. And, you know, you be looking at the person sitting next to you, wondering if they hear your feet screaming. Man, to just enjoy the little things in life. You know, just a couple of yum and yums and, you know, the little things in life. All right, Acts 2 and 4. You remember the Lord told them now, don't leave Jerusalem until you be endured with power from on high, right? So then that means that God wants a church filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what the Lord wants. He wants a church filled with power. Amen? All right, the second chapter of the book of Acts. Acts 2. I'm going to commence at verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, that means 50 days after Christ had been raised from the dead, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is the Holy Ghost coming on the day of Pentecost, 50 days after Christ had been raised up from the dead. The Holy Ghost is now sent into the earth realm to collectively and genuinely enjoin himself with those that believe. And those that believe. Spake with other tongues. As the spirit gave them utterance. So the church was born in power. Huh? Not under the hand of some unbelieving deacon. That didn't want the church to have no power. You know. If, if you go just across the region around here, you find a lot of folk. Thank God we got good deacons. I'm, I'm serious. We got some good deacons. But if you go around here anyway, you're going to find a whole lot of folk that don't think you ought to be trying nothing like talking, like speaking with no tongues. But the problem I have with that is that God ain't never gave no deacon no church. The deacon's supposed to be assisting the pastor. So, at the end of the day, let me tell you where the deacon is. He's a server. He's supposed to be serving tables. Not trying to tell the pastor what to do. So the day of Pentecost was the day that the body of Christ, the church, was born. And it was born with great power and great influence. 120 of them got filled with the Holy Ghost. These signs shall follow those that believe. So, so you're talking about following me as in coming with me when I show up? Following me? Or are you talking about me preaching, you believing, I'm going in my car, and you getting filled with the Holy Ghost and I ain't nowhere around? <laughs> 
I don't care. Both of them work for me. So, in understanding this, got to see the hands. Everybody in there speak with tongues. Okay, look around. Hold your hand up. Don't, don't be ashamed. Because right after this, you're going to have an opportunity to get filled. And I strongly suggest you take it. You say, well, Pastor, how many people ought to speak with tongues? Every believer. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Oh, yeah, I remember getting filled with the Holy Ghost, man, a long time ago. I was in the car by myself on my way to a place called Amid, I think it was. Scared my socks off me. I had asked the Lord to fill me, man, but it looked like it just wasn't coming. And then when it did start to come, and I was in the car by myself, ain't nobody, Moses, Elijah, ain't nobody ever called on the Lord like me. None of them. Can you, imagine, can you imagine being on a country road on your way to preach and all of a sudden here you are speaking with tongues out loud and on purpose and you're the only one in the car and the pastor of the church that you're a member of have said so many bad things about being filled with the Holy Ghost and now here I am, fear and grip me, my eyeballs bigger than my glasses it's just bad up in that car. It, it, it was not a good thing in that car. And I'm all down in them country roads. But I had to calm down just to not die. It was that awesome. Because when you're taught that the holy that the that the speaking with tongues of the devil and you, you're taught that, you know, stay away from them folk over there. They talk with tongues. That's the devil over there. And by the time you work your way through all that, and now here you are, it's just like, okay, you just drank a Coke, but you just had Alka-Seltzer. Now, I'm not talking about foaming at the mouth. I'm talking about trying to find out what's going on. Because if the Holy Spirit is going to fight me like this. And I'm speaking with tongues. And I don't know what's going on. And my thought is, how come he couldn't come to me when I was in a crowd of people? <laughs> you know, why couldn't he show up when I was in the midst of a bunch of people? And I figured that out too. Because he didn't want to. But the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Where did I tell you to go? 1 Corinthians 14. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And I'm looking for. Now, this is the way God wants us to act and behave in days like these. Verse 38. But if any man be ignorant. <laughs> Ain't that something? 
you can stir your coffee with that. If, if any man be ignorant, what does it say? Let him be ignorant. Ain't no need you at Walmart and your legs all booked back in Target. You fussing all in the middle aisle about the Holy Ghost. No, 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 we don't do that. If you don't believe that you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you don't believe you ought to be filled, then don't get filled. And no need arguing with you. Stay ignorant. Give people the opportunity to be around you for 38 seconds and be ignorant. Because God did not send us to make anybody do anything. No, 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 don't get this confused. A person doesn't believe that Jesus Christ died, was buried, went to hell, got the keys, came back. You don't want to believe that? Don't believe it. I'm not being ugly about it. What did Paul tell Timothy? This is what he told him. He said, listen. What did he say? <laughs> he said, what if some don't believe? God abided faithful. He cannot deny himself. So when you're in the workplace, when you're in the marketplace, when you're in the shopping place, and, and people say, do you believe that, that Christians ought to be filled with the Holy Ghost today? Yes, I do. They ask you, do you speak with tongues? Yes, I do. They say, well, that's not false today. I say, it ain't for you. It's for me. If these people want to be ignorant, get yourself out of the way. Your relationship with God is personal. Am I somewhere in the Bible? If any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy, that's to teach. And forbid not to speak with tongues. Let all things be done decently and in order. Don't stop. You don't want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Don't get filled. But this is the year 2019. I don't know anybody in their right mind want a car with no steering wheel. Or want no car Without any power stern. Mm -mm. A few more scripture, thank you. First Corinthians fourteen. Look at verse two. Thank God where it said Paul said, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than all y'all. Are you there? Look at verse two. The Bible says in verse 2, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, however in the spirit he speaketh mysteries, divine secrets. 
Look at verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church. So when I'm teaching, I'm building up the church. When I'm speaking with tongue, I'm building up Freddie baby. Oh yeah, these signs shall follow those that believe. They shall speak with new tongues. Amen? Amen. Now you know that Jesus Christ spoke with tongues. Jesus Christ spoke with tongues. Mark chapter 5. In Mark chapter 5, go to verse 41. Is this helping anybody? Some folk out there talking about them people over there green where they can speak with tongues. Why not? Ain't that what the Lord told us to do? And let me say this while you're on your way to Mark chapter 5. As far as the pastors of this church is concerned, we're not in competition with anybody. Mm-mm. It's a waste of time. That is a waste of time. Mark 5, 41. Y'all praying for me? Okay. Praying for you too. Can't wait to see you. That's why I'll be bringing all of me and the walker up the steps. Mark 5, 41. Through 43, who spoke with tongue? And Jesus sure did. 541, am I in the right place? Mark. That's not the right scripture. Huh? Is that 441? Oh, I said 541. I knew somebody had been up here and turned the page. 541. That's what I said, right? Yeah, I was in the wrong place. (laughs) 541. And he took the child by the hand. This is Jared's daughter, right? And said unto her, Talithi Kumai. Which is being interpreted, little girl, I say unto thee, arise. Now, you see that which is being interpreted? There's another tongue he was speaking in. There's another tongue. Talitha Kumai. Me, little damsel, I say unto thee, arise. So when he said Talitha Kumai, it had to be interpreted because it was in another tongue. You got that? 
Mark 7, 33. Mark 7.33 You all are a great church. Don't let nobody fool you now. Mark 7.33 through 35 The Bible says And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers into his ears. And he spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephatha, that is being open. And straightway his ears were open, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke plainly. Somebody say Ephatha. That means to be open. And straightway his ears were open. Do you know you can do that? No, I'm serious. I ain't playing this time. Do you know you can do that? I've done it. I've done it right in the sanctuary. It was on a Wednesday night. Police officers came. Couldn't hear out of one ear. The Lord told me, to put my fingers in her ears. And I did. And I said, Ifata. Then I quietly spake into the microphone. As she was moving away from me, I said some words. And she repeated those words. And that woman went all the way up to that front door repeating what I said. The days of miracles are not over. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was in Kenner, Louisiana years ago. And there was a woman that they pushed in. She was in a wheelchair. And I asked that woman, how long have you been in this wheelchair? She said, seven years. I've been in this wheelchair seven years. I said, do you believe that Jesus Christ could make you whole? She said, yeah, I believe he can make me whole. I said, you believe that? She said, yeah. Well, had a couple of deacons with me at that time. We were traveling about 40 strong, going down to New Orleans area. Bottom floor packed out, about half the balcony packed out. I said, do you believe that Jesus Christ can make you whole? She says, yes. I reached and got her by the right hand. I grabbed her by the right hand. She had not missed no meals. So I pulled on her wrist, and the deacons got up under one upon this arm, one up under that arm. And I pulled, and that woman got up at that wheelchair. And that woman walked from this side of the church all the way over to that side of the church. By then, the church was a mess. 
people were crying, they were screaming, they were all over the place. Because Jesus had healed that woman. Amen. God ain't got no argument with me when it comes to signs and wonders. Why would I be his minister and I'm up here arguing against him? Mm-mm. Man, them people cried. Last time I saw that woman, she was pushing her own wheelchair at the front door. That's why I don't deal with people that have no faith. I'm not going to argue with you. You don't believe in healing, stay sick. I'm not being rude, but stay sick. You need to stay sick if you don't believe in healing. And the Lord didn't call us to put us out here for us to counter him. Talk against him. I don't have to believe it to say it, but I will have to say it to show that I believe it. Well, Christ spoke with tongues. I'm going to give you my last offering here. I just believe that there are some of us in here, we ain't, we ain't doing this right. I just believe some of us in here ain't praying. We, we're, not, we're not getting down to the bottom line. I think that's why we're having so much trouble at our house. And so much trouble where we go and make our money because we're not praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I really want to encourage you to pray in the house, power of the Holy Spirit. We had a good audience in here on this past Wednesday night. But we, are, we could have always used some more. But when's the last time you just took some time and prayed in the Spirit? Because the devil wants our prayer life. And if he can stop us from praying... He can stop us dead in our tracks. Do you know the whole arm of God is kept on by prayer? And everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And I think it's the, I, I think it's the neatest thing. If I can throw that out right there. On my way to a close. I think it's the neatest thing. If we could get our teenagers. To talking in tongues. I just, I just believe with all of my heart I think they'd fall in love with Jesus all over again if they would start praying in other tongues Jalen I saw you on, on TV the other day anybody else see Jalen Jalen was on TV the other day along with his mother and his daddy. And I think about our young people quite often. I say, you know what? Man, y'all in a church like this, hearing what you're hearing like this, y'all ought to be setting them campuses on fire. Everybody ought to know you love Jesus. If our young people could carry Christ into the next dimension... then it will put this whole society in another generation. Gird up the lawns of your mind. Our young people at BTW, young people at 
or that Turner over there at um, Huntington and all these other places. It's time for y'all to set these campuses on fire with what you know about Jesus. And I think we'll have a pretty good school year. But the last offering will be found in Acts chapter 4. I lost sight of time, but uh, I ain't lose my sight. Acts chapter 4. In Acts chapter 4, it's a little bit of something in here of how you're handling your enemies. I'm going to start at verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. I like that. By stretching forth thine hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Signs and wonders may be done well. By the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. Where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Somebody say no fear. No fear. It is so much that God wants to do in this audience this morning. And I want to help him do it. That, that's what I want to do. I want to have him do it. Now the question is, will I do his will? There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, 
Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>